Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's the Autosport Podcast. We bring you highlights of the Autosport Awards, featuring Mika Hakkinen, Lewis Hamilton, and many more. Great and the good of motorsport descended on London on Sunday evening for the Autosport Awards. Among the legendary names honoured were Lewis Hamilton, Toto Wolff, Jean Tot, Sebastian Ogier, Mick Hakkinen and Jackie X, but there's far too many big names to list here. No wonder it's known as the greatest night in motorsport. I'm your host, Ed Straw, and we'll be looking back at that amazing evening and hearing some of the highlights from the star-studded awards ceremony, which was hosted for the first time by Nicky Shields and David Croft. It was certainly a night to remember. Now, unusually, we have no guests as such on this podcast, but you are going to hear from some of the many names who are honoured. And one of the highlights of the evening, talking of big names, was undoubtedly two times Formula One world champion Mika Hakkinen. He was presented with a Gregor Grant Award for Lifetime Achievement by former McLaren Formula One teammate Martin Brundle. The most complete racing driver I ever had the privilege to race against was Michael Schumacher. The man with the most God-given talent that I ever had the pleasure to race against was Ayrton Senna, a very special gentleman indeed, as you all know. 
the man who was the fastest driver I ever got to race against was a batshit crazy guy uh, called Mika Hakkinen. Can you hear me? Mika Hakkinen, is it really 20 years ago next year that we celebrate uh, well, the anniversary of your, your last world championship? It, time has flown by. You, you, you barely look a day older now. What, what, what do you remember most of those times? Like I said, it's a long time ago. Yeah. So, uh, Martin, thanks for those words. Great. Compare uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Can pay> later. <laughs> I never heard him saying compliments about me, by the way. But, uh, no, if you, if I, of course, if I go back back 20 years, it it was a, it was amazing amazing time, and and uh, yeah, I started with the Team Lotus racing with them a couple of years, with some up and downs, and and uh, and then joining the McLaren and and uh, having having. In, incredible time, great teammates. Uh, uh, what I learned learned a lot from and and uh, and uh, like I said, also also the McLaren years were quite a lot up and down, including including quite a bad accident what I had in '95. So thanks thanks for the team taking me back mm. and and uh, and then yeah, winning '98 and '99 world champion. It was just an amazing amazing experience and. and Great, great feeling. So, can I, I remember when we were teammates at McLaren, the only distraction you had in your life, as I remember it, and tell me if this is a true story or not, was your pet tortoise. You had to put the tortoise in the box. Didier Cotton knocked on your door and said, Mika, we're going to a race. Follow me. And is it true about the tortoise? Oh, it absolutely, it's true, and it has a purpose why I had a tortoise, actually, because, you know, when you're in a when you're motor racing life, you're flat out all the time, you're really, really busy, you know, and, and the time when I was, <laughs> when I was in, in Formula One, there was no limitation of testing, so we were testing enormous amount of time, so every time when I came to home, uh, home in, in, in Monaco, in my flat, I saw this tortoise walking there so slowly, <laughs> and I said, yes, no rush anymore, you know. So no dog coming tail whipping like this. Take me out. <laughs> so, uh, a new so, way of mindfulness by a tortoise. So everything had a purpose, you know. <laughs> so so um, you were teammates. You were the tortoise. You were the hare. Is that right? Is that how it works? Something like that. Really? Yeah, along yeah. those lines. <laughs> now, Mika, tell me more because obviously your rivalry with Michael Schumacher was really the story from that era. What special memories do you have from that time? Well, uh, the, the happy, let's say the happy memories was when I saw him in the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Have you blocked out all the others? <laughs> <laughs> but certainly a, a great, great racing driver. Uh, well, you know, there's a different characters in motor racing, talking about engineers, designers, mechanics, team owners, team managers and drivers. I mean, the list is, of course, massively long. Uh, but I mean, certainly Michael was a driver who was uh, focusing every detail very hard, focusing individual how he was working with together to improve the, not only the car but team itself. And and later on his career also, and and the time when these terrible accidents start happening, you know, Artonstead, Ratzenberger, my accident, and and the Wendlinger, and just name it, a lot of bad accidents. And Michael took a lot of effort to improve the safety, and it was, 
it was incredible. So he, he was mega racing driver, sometimes a naughty boy, you know, and not only once, but quite often. Uh, I mean, on a racetrack, I mean. Uh, but uh, that's why it's just ridiculous to see what happened to him in a skiing accident and, and to be in a situation where he is. And, and, uh, but I have to say, I, I, I met Michael's son quite a few times in a charity football games, and, and it's great to see his character, you know, his uh, strength to face the situation where the family is. And, and I'm happy he's racing flat out, and I, and I hope he will get the success like his dad. Just talk us through that amazing overtake you did with Michael and oh, Ricardo Zonta Spa. Just two minutes, one minute, take us through that overtake. Um, we can act it out if you want. Go on, you, you could be Michael Schumacher, I'll be <laughs> yeah. Ricardo Zonta. Get your slide show up. Yeah? So I'm Zonta, I'll go in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Right, you're this side. Uh, you're, you're this side. side. Yeah? And come on. So, so what's happening? <laughs> so, You've come so, out of our so, rouge. Go, go a little bit forward. Right, so we go, we go, we go, we go. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm just the patsy in this one. No. So I'm, I'm but, but, you know, if we're really going to show this, you know, yeah. you need a new underpants, man. Because <laughs> it's going to be so scary. <laughs> anyway, I'm, it was... A, <laughs> I'm wearing dark trousers, we'll be it, okay. It, it was a great overtaking, year 2000 indeed. And, and uh, Ricardo Sonda was, this was his bar after the Rouge. Mm. Uh, and and uh, uh, the speed was, of course, mega. And, and I was... I was following Michael, and, and that straight after the rules was the only place where I was able to overtake him. And, and he, many times he pushed me on the cross all the time, and we were like 320 speed, and, and really, okay, really nasty what he did, but you know, <laughs> so sometimes in the racing, but anyway. And, and I, I saw in the distance that way the Ricardo Sonda had a, a, some technical problems, so we were overlapping him, basically, or his back marker, and, and uh, he was driving middle of the track. Take us to the overtake, straight to the overtake. Yeah, and he was driving middle of the track. Normally you're going to left or right, you know, if you have a problem. No, he's in the middle of the track. So I saw the opportunity, of course, and, and uh, get the great toe from, from Michael. And, and when we, when we uh, finally reached uh, Ricardo Sonda, Michael had to choose to, <laughs> to left or right. And, and of course, I choose the other side. <laughs> and, and, uh, but of course, my side was a bit risky because the track was still a little bit wet. And, and, and it was a bit tricky, but nevertheless, it was a long time ago, and, you know, I won the race. Uh, I, yeah. Exactly. The punchline. <laughs> it was the move for me uh, that summed up everything in your introduction. Thing in your introduction, uh, Martin Brundle, uh, the batshit crazy, Mika Hakkinen, <laughs> fastest man on the planet, and the recipient of our Gregor Grant Award this evening. No surprise to hear Mika getting a standing ovation after that starting. Perhaps the least surprising awards of the night, as voted for by Autosport readers, were International Racing Driver of the Year, presented by Pirelli, and the British Competition Driver of the Year. Now, Lewis Hamilton topped both votes after his remarkable F1 title season. Although he couldn't be with us in person this year, having attended many times in the past, his brother Nick Hamilton did accept the award on his behalf, and Lewis did send us a message. Good evening, everyone. Um, I'm here in Abu Dhabi the day after the Grand Prix. Um, I'm never ever on the track, actually. I never do a, walk, a track walk, so I'm, this is the first time that I've actually stood uh, here before Turn 5. And I, I just really wanted to send a message. I'm sorry I can't be there with you, but um, Autosport has been something that I've followed for so many years. Um, I remember my first time there in 1995, I think it was. 
and standing and getting to meet so many great people and I know it's an incredible event and it gets better every year so I want to say a big big thank you to Autosport and to the fans who vote for me thank you so much for the support throughout the year and to all the other nominees and, and, and contestants um, and winners congratulations um, I think 2018 hopefully has been an amazing year for, for you as it has been for me and uh, yeah I want to wish everyone an amazing uh, Christmas with the family hope you stay focused 2019. Um, I wish you all the best. God bless you. Well, the Autosport Awards are not just about the drivers. And next up, we have the Autosport Williams Engineer of the Future Award. This gives a talented young engineer the prize of a two-year initial placement with the Williams Formula One team. It's an award close to my heart because I had the privilege to be on the judging panel, along with Williams Chief Technical Officer Paddy Lowe, Williams co-founder Sir Patrick Head, and Williams PR Chief Nicholas Salter. The award this year went to Imperial College London student Owen Heaney, and it was presented by Paddy Lowe. What do you think about that then? Well done. Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Not, not what I was expecting. We, 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 we always think that, that people, when they're young, they want to be a racing driver. They, they dream of going and driving, but you have dreamt forever of being an F1 engineer. Yeah, I don't really have to seek to be a driver, I don't think. So, well, uh, you know, <laughs> they fitted uh, me in one once, don't worry about it. I think I'll settle for being an engineer. <laughs> you think you'll settle for being an engineer? They're the ones in charge. So this must be one of the greatest days of your life now. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty good feeling. I want to just position you so you huh? just the whole audience can see you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got to melt this opportunity. It's, it might not happen again. <laughs> who, who are the engineers that have inspired you along the way? I mean, I, I think Williams has a really good story with uh, Sir Patrick Head and Frank Williams just really just going through and making sure that everything's right and you just get the best performance, just check everything, make sure there's nothing left behind. Just well, Paddy is certainly going to do that now for you, I think. Yeah, exactly. You guys are going to be working together. How does that feel? Now, I mean, you could actually see Owen in the video. You, you could feel the passion of how much you wanted this. Um, Paddy, what is it that made Owen, what were the qualities that made him stand out from the other well, Owen is an exceptional uh, engineer, but also, you know, e even evidence of great leadership already. Uh, he plays a big part in Imperial College, chairman of the student union. Now, somebody that volunteers for that type of job, uh, you know, is up for trouble. So uh, uh, that was something we really picked out. Uh, he's also the chief engineer of his Formula student team. So he's clearly uh, up for leadership. Um, but when it came to technical matters, because that, that matters uh, just as much, in, in our community in engineering, you gain respect by your knowledge and your ability technically. That's how you earn your points. And Owen absolutely nailed it when it came to the technical questions in our interviews. Um, I even had a few sort of special questions which I couldn't imagine anyone would answer because um, they were quite personal. And he even nailed those ones. So, uh, you know, and Owen will be a fantastic engineer and a great leader of the future in this sport. Certainly every chance that's the start of an illustrious engineering career in Formula One. So good luck to Owen. Now, the Rookie of the Year award was prefaced by a video message from Robert Wickens, who's battling hard to recover from the injuries he sustained in an IndyCar accident at Pocono. You can follow his progress on, on social media. He's put up some uh, tremendous videos charting his progress and a uh, really, really great attitude from, from Robert Wickens, who, of course, had a tremendous year up until that point in IndyCar. But the award went to Formula One newcomer Charles Leclerc, whose performances have earned him a promotion to the Ferrari team 
in 2019. Uh, take the microphone, Charles Leclerc. You're taking everything else. GP3 and then F2 and then your first season in Formula 1. You outscore your teammate by, what, 30-odd points, I think it was in the end. And then you get a promotion halfway through the season to Ferrari. As rookie seasons go in Formula 1, I don't think I've seen many better. I don't know. Uh, it has been a great season for sure. Obviously, I, I definitely did not expect it to be as positive. And, uh, and of course, I did not expect also the promotion that I've had. Uh, that is quite crazy. And I think I still don't realize fully uh, what is happening. Um, but yeah, it has been an amazing year. The first three races were very difficult. Uh, I had a lot to learn and a lot of, of new things. But, uh, but yeah, uh, after that, uh, it went all smooth. And and since Baku, it has been a, a great year. But, uh, but all of this wouldn't have been possible without a, without a great team behind. Uh, I think they have been uh, extremely good at, at developing the car. Uh, we started the year probably yeah, last and second to last, trying to go into Q2. And, and we finished uh, the year actually quite regularly in, in Q3. And, and this is all done to the team. So uh, a, a huge thanks to them. And, um, and really looking forward to the, to the challenges uh, in, the, in the next few years. Some tough decisions ahead for you. Now you're driving for, for the Scuderia as well. Uh, most of your peers, obviously, when they get the big promotion, they get the big pay packet, they go and move to Monaco and celebrate. You, you can't do that because you already live in Monaco. So um, have you found a, a bigger place to live in Monaco? How are we celebrating? Well, well, the first step was to, to move from my uh, mother's uh, house, which I did two weeks ago, which was, uh, which was nice. Good man. Um, <laughs> so, Welcome yeah. to becoming an adult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Um, and yeah, uh, then I will wait uh, for the bigger house, hopefully in, in the next few years. Do you still go home to get your washing done and to have your meals cooked for you? I have to wash it myself, actually. Really? Yeah, and that is oh. a big struggle at the moment, so... Uh, but yeah, all my white stuff became pink, and it's a big, a, a big mess. So, so yeah, I need to train on that. Okay. <laughs> you could be actually the only Formula One driver I know that does do his own washing. That that actually might be worthy of an award itself. I think on this one. Fair enough. Well, I had to do it during the weekends, and I and I can't find anybody at the moment during the weekends. So I need to do it myself sometimes. I bet you just buy new clothes if you run out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pink um, looks good on you, don't worry. Charles, I've got to ask you, your teammate next year, Sebastian Vettel. I mean, have you thought about how you're going to handle him? Because, uh, you know, he's got pretty decent form. Well, I haven't thought about it too much, uh, but, uh, but obviously I will have a lot to learn. Uh, as I've said, it, it's totally new for me. Um, it, it is quite a big, big jump, uh, but it's definitely a big honour for me to have such a champion next to me. And, um, and yeah, I hope it will be a, a productive year uh, and, and for sure I'll learn a lot uh, next to him. Best of luck. Charles Leclerc, ladies and gentlemen, our Rookie of the Year. Charles Leclerc, of course, a very worthy winner of that hotly contested category, as voted for by Autosport readers. Now, Leclerc also had a connection to the next award winner we're hearing from, the Pioneering and Innovation Award, sponsored by Mahindra Racing. This went to the FIA for the introduction of the halo that Leclerc has very good reason to be thankful for when Fernando Alonso's McLaren landed on his car at the start of the Belgian Grand Prix. FIA President Jean Tot joined us to accept the award. President, before we quickly uh, present the award, I just, just want to ask Charles, I mean, what was going through your mind when Alonso's car flashed just inches in front of your nose? Well, to be honest, not much, as it went by very quickly, so I uh, did not have much time to think about it. 
uh, I remember that as soon as uh, I saw Fernando going over me, then I just tried to go again on track and, and, and try to still race, hoping that nothing will have happened with, with my car, but obviously it was not the case because it was destroyed. So I, I stopped uh, by very quickly, and then I see back the images, and the images are quite, uh, are quite uh, um, not impressive, this is not the word, uh, shocking. I mean, it, it was quite a big crash, and uh, don't know what will have happened without, without the halo, but for sure it was, uh, it was one thing uh, uh, to have uh, at, uh, yeah, this year, and I think it has been extremely useful. So, thank you. Um, President, uh did, was there anything, I suppose, that went through your mind thinking we, we shouldn't be doing the Halo? Because obviously when it was first established, when it first came on the scene, there were lots of different iterations of the design. There was lots of negative feedback. But clearly when you look at that evidence, do you need any more? You know, I'm, I was just thinking, I mean, this is business in 52 years, which is scary. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, through my career, I've had a lot of resistance. And um, I mean, we go through resistance. But if you do believe that it goes in the right direction, you have to, to fight for it. And uh, clearly, you know, nobody will be ever to, to demonstrate that uh, it will have had worse consequences on Charles. Um, but sure, it was good to have it. But, you know, we, we have to think back. Uh, for example, when you think about the terrible I mean, loss of Henry Surtis. You know, we, we lost his life because he got uh, one wheel on his head. And um, clearly with the halo, it would not have happened. So, I mean, it's worth fighting the resistance. And uh, if we can save life, and I want to thank all the people who have been behind, because I've been a little element of that, but uh, all the people who have been participating to this research, the teams, even, I mean, they have been a bit uh, vocal, but uh, they are often vocal, but at the end of the day, they do what they should do. And um, here is a hello, and uh, incidentally, we will implement it uh, next year in uh, Formula 3 as well, and in Formula E, and uh, as soon as possible on Formula 4. Absolutely. I mean, it has made incredible improvements in the world of single-seater racing. Uh, but the work when it comes to safety improvements is never really done. There's always more to do, always striving for the next thing. What's on the agenda for you? What are you looking towards next? I would say, you know, for me, motor racing is not only a show, it's also a laboratory. So clearly, I mean, uh, Patrick Head was uh, mentioning while ago, I mean, all the progress which have been done over the last uh, decades. So we need to keep uh, progressing in single-seater, in, in any kind of uh, circuit racing, in road racing as well, because uh, you see what is happening in rallying, in regional rallying. Unfortunately, I think this year we have lost about uh, 28 lives, including spectators, uh, during uh, motor racing. It's not acceptable. And uh, I mean, if we can also, as I was mentioning, be a laboratory on the road. Every year, 1.3 million people die on the road, 50 million people are injured. And I think as a motorsport community, we have a strong responsibility to play. Absolutely. Always more can be done. Well, once again, though, huge congratulations on the award this evening. Round of applause for the FIA for the President, Jean Todd. Well, while the Halo is a controversial addition to single-seater racing, like most safety devices, it's something everyone is very thankful for when it's called into action. And I'm sure that Charles Leclerc himself was, was grateful for its contribution at Spa. 
Now, John Tott was also able to help us present the next award, which is a John Bolster Award. Named in tribute to Autosport's legendary founding technical editor, it recognises Wolf's remarkable achievement in leading the Mercedes Formula One team to five consecutive world championship doubles. During your time at Ferrari, you achieved some phenomenal success, uh, one of which, of course, was matched this year. You won six championships in a row, but there's only two teams now that have won five Constructors' Championships in a row. So please welcome to the stage the boss of Mercedes, the head of Mercedes-Benz Motorsport, Mr Toto Wolf. Now, um, quick question for you, because you could sort of say, in the early eras of the, the hybrid era, it was quite easy. Do I say, should I say the word? Easy to win world championships. But now it is a serious challenge. It's been a really tough year. Does that make winning this year even more rewarding? Yeah, first of all, good evening, everybody. Uh, it, it means a lot to receive that award from you. Um, You've been uh, an inspiration uh, in your time at uh, Ferrari, and actually, uh, you were the first one to call me after we've won the fifth championship. And I will never forget the sentence you said to me, is that uh, it's an honor to be in a five-time double world championship club with you. And I must say, it's an honor to be in your club. Um, incidentally, he called me three days later and said, I just found out that we actually won six times. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a stretch target. I'm, I'm sure it's coming sooner. Not too soon, hopefully, but we never know. No, thank you very much. And John, I mean, you know what it's like to sustain winning at such a high level. Uh, what do you put Toto's success down to? Is it just a lucky streak? Or uh, what do you put Toto's success down to? I mean, it's determination. It's uh, involvement. It's, uh, you know, ne never give anything for granted. So you, you need to, to put uh, effort every single second if you want to have success. And once you have success, you must keep uh, the pressure at this level. Otherwise, I mean, you, you lose it. And uh, I mean, clearly, you know, people say sometimes we are fed up with you always them winning. But I mean, people do not realize how difficult it is to remain at the highest level. So, I mean, Toto, Mercedes, uh, Lewis, uh, Valtteri, I mean, all have been doing one absolute amazing job, and you must be congratulated for that. No, thank you very much, and you, you mentioned it. Is, I'm very honored, obviously, to receive uh, this trophy, but I'm taking this trophy on uh, behalf of everybody in the team. This is not done alone. The drivers and the team principal take a lot of public recognition um, for what we do in the media. But as a matter of fact, I couldn't do it without you guys there and many others. Mercedes, of course, was also presented with the Racing Car of the Year Award sponsored by Pirelli. Earned because of the success of the F1 W09 that won 11 Grand Prix in 2018 and, of course, took Hamilton to the World Championship. Now, the All Sport Awards also recognised great achievements in rallying. Sebastian Auger won the International Rally Driver of the Year Award after taking his sixth consecutive WRC crown. Congratulations on another epic year. Yeah, it was. And uh, yeah, it doesn't get boring, to be honest, uh, year after year, to be here and to become world champion. But uh, more than the success, I think uh, I really had the chance to live a fantastic human uh, adventure the last two years uh, with Malcolm. He was there early on stage and uh, I never had any better boss in my career and I think I will not have. And uh, so 
this will stay in my heart forever. And yeah, I'm very proud to have uh, been part of this adventure with him. And by the sounds of it, you had no better inspiration than your grandma as well. The, the, the rally of Australia, you drove like your grandma. She must have been very good in her time. Yeah, I'm not sure if she have heard that I've said that, but uh, well, it's like this in rally. Sometimes you need to get the points and you don't need to show uh, things when you don't need to. And uh, yeah, we had the incredible tricky condition in the last rally of the season and uh, managed to be clever in these times and... That's probably thanks to this that I'm here tonight. <laughs> exactly. Um, but listen, back to Citroën next year. We wish you all the best. And uh, bidding to become, what, only the second rally driver to win with three different manufacturers, Sebastian Auger and UR Kankinen. How good would that be, eh? Absolutely fantastic. For the time being, though, enjoy your celebrations tonight. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen, our rally driver of the year, Sebastian Auger. Well, Ogier, of course, was crucial to everything M-Sport achieved, but a driver doesn't go very far without a car, and the Ford Fiesta RS he drove won the Rally Car of the Year award. Malcolm Wilson, boss of M-Sport, was there to receive it. It's been an incredible year, to be honest. Um, you know, after um, Rally Turkey, we were 23 points behind with three events to go, and uh, it wasn't looking the best. But when you've got somebody like Sebastian driving for you, then... Um, as he says, you never give up. And uh, he did an incredible job on Rally GB in Spain. And uh, then, as he says, he drove like his grandmother on Rally Australia, but it was enough to win the championship. <laughs> but, Malcolm, what are you going to do next year? No Sebastian Auger with you. How are you going to cope? Uh, for sure. We, are, you know, we will really miss Sebastian. Uh, we've had an incredible two years. Um, but it's time to regroup, and uh, let's see what we can do next year. Have you made your mind up already? No, uh, there's a lot of things still to, to sort out, to be honest. Obviously, we want to be in WRC at the highest level, but um, there's a few things to sort out between now and the closing dates for the entry to the FIA. There was another Gregor Grant Award for Lifetime Achievement presented to the legendary Jackie X, six-time Le Mans 24 Hours winner. And who else could we get to present it but Tom Christensen, the man who eventually broke X's record and has now gone on to win Le Mans a remarkable nine times. Jackie X, welcome to the Autosport Awards. It is a, an absolute delight uh, to have you on the stage with us. Six Le Mans victories, Formula One Grand Prix success as well. Paris Dakar, uh, when you have had a life in motorsport that has, has given you so, so much. Um, what, what have you taken from your career in motorsport? Is it just about the glory or is it about much, much more? Well, first, first of all, uh, let me tell you good evening and of course I would if I may to say my dear friends because in common in this audience tonight definitely uh, we belong to the same corporation and we have the same passion for motorsport now to answer your questions once upon a time, there was a young Brussels sprout. I suppose you know what it is. Um, and that's me. Um, I have listened to all my colleagues, race drivers and talented, um, these talented people surrounding motor racing. I never did what I wanted. When I was young, I wanted to be away from the noise. I would have loved to be a, a gardener, 
or eventually a um, gamekeeper. But finally, it never happened. It never happened simply because in life, you depend a lot of, on your, for your destiny, you depend a lot of the people who are on your path. And you depend also a lot of uh, the timing. Um, running away from the desperation of my parents who didn't know what to do with me really um, because I was often near the window, near the radiator. I was at the back of the class, but I wasn't disturbing anyone. But anyhow, there was someone brave enough to offer me a, uh, to drive a BMW uh, coupe. And uh, be, rather than being last, suddenly I discovered the pleasure of being on the podium. Anyhow, on the path of this destiny and uh, timing, I had, before I knew where the limit was, I have to destroy a BMW uh, Coupe 700. I have to destroy the um, three Cortina Lotuses. If I remember well, in Goodwood, I have to destroy the, um, a Cooper Formula 2. And even before the season started in Formula 3, I destroyed a, a Matra. So, at least I knew where the limit was. <laughs> Time has changed. These sort of things are not allowed today anymore. But I will come back to the fact of these people who change your life. And I like tonight, uh, tonight as probably the best example and to someone who is really, you know, two, two persons who are very close to my heart and dear, dear person. I would like to mention Ken Tyrrell and Nora. I like really to mention them because it was probably the best example of what a coach has to be, what a team manager has to be, what a family has to be. Uh, I used to go in his cottage where he was still a timber merchant. I was feeling at home. We were going to Goodwood where I crashed his Formula 2 car. I was 20. He was really a brave man, anyhow. But we were on the road singing, we all live in the yellow submarine, we all live in the... And we kept singing that song for a long, a long time. When I mention him, it's because in motorsport, there are so many people passionate, and I'm full admiration for them because you never see them. They assume their passion. They do 100% what they have to do. But with a personal... I'm sorry, I'm a bit long. No, it's I know it's the end. Everybody wants to go to bed, but... Uh, no, but, but we're learning quite a lot tonight, so it's not a problem. But um, what I admire is the intellectual satisfaction to have done the right job. And without them, it's clear that you cannot do any kind of 
achievement, even if you have the talent, you need clearly all these people who give you the right tool. It's easy, it's easy to drive a good car in a way. I know there are battles, it's a fight, but it's really um, much easier. That's why the, the timing plays a, a very important role. I would like to end this comment by saying, uh, yes, it was a privilege to raise again Jim Clark, to have known Fanjo, to have known Sterling, I have, with all my admiration, this incredible driver. Yes, it was nice to drive against John Surtees or Bruce McLaren or Jackie Stewart who gave me my, my first lesson and I can see Toto, Toto Wolf wear the same uh, Scottish uniform now, so I know it's also uh, an admirer of uh, Jackie. Yes, the thing to know, because Jean just mentioned and um, Jean mentioned the safety, in those years that we can call heroic years in a way, you could not leave home on Friday without being sure that uh, you'll be back the next Monday. Um, all these improvements of motor racing who have been done through these years, because we are talking about years 60, uh, end of 60, and before war and, and so on, motor racing was dangerous. I'm happy to see the young generation uh, going into uh, a system where there are still battles, there are still fights, but I can, they can do it at least with a maximum of uh, safety. And definitely uh, Jean and uh, the FIA plays a unique uh, role into that. To survive in this era, that was not the talent that was important, it was pure luck. So I want to end this, this chance you have given me with this very precious award. Although when you receive these kind of awards, uh, it means the, the checkered flag is not so far away. <laughs> so uh, you, have mixed, you have mixed feelings. But um, I'm very grateful to my guardian angel. I gave him a real hard time. Thank you. There was one more Gregor Grant Award presented to Stefan Rattel for his work in sports car racing over the past decades. He's a absolutely indefatigable driving force to this form of racing and there's a great many people in motorsport who are very thankful for the work he's done the gregor grant uh, award and a microphone to, to the hardest working man in, in motorsport the the king of gts will, will you accept that uh, uh, title as well i think firstly um, for lifetime achievements uh, it doesn't look that you know Lifetime, lifetime is, uh, I thought I would be a lot older when I would get that. <laughs> but I thank God I started young and uh, I have to say it has been a, a very busy time. Uh, this season alone started on the first uh, weekend of February for the Bathurst 12 hours, first round of the Intercontinental GT Challenge and finished last night in Bahrain for the inaugural FIA GT Nations Cup. Yeah, won by in, Turkey. 
Yeah, won by Turkey. It was a great event with a huge potential, I'm sure. Along the way, we've uh, covered 12 championship and series, 78 rounds, 49 events on, uh, on uh, 20 countries, four continents. So I've been flying quite a lot. Yeah. 25 years, though, uh, you've been investing your heart and your soul, your passion into GT racing. Well, what is it about that form of motorsport that, that ignites your passion so much? I think I started like every good um, race promoter start. I read one day an article from Bernie who said the next guy has to be a car dealer somewhere. So that's how I'm started. I started dealing cars in California 30 years ago and had the passion for what Americans call the exotics. <laughs> and eventually I brought them back to racing because GT racing had stopped uh, in the late 70s, early 80s. And for 15 years, there was no GT racing. So with my friend uh, Jorgen Bart and Patrick Peter, in the mid 90s, we created the BPR series with some fantastic cars you may remember, the Ferrari F40 again, the McLaren F1 and so on. And then it became the FIA Championship in partnership with Bernie for a number of years. And then it evolved into the Blancpain GT Series. So basically it's been the same series for a long time. It just changed its name from BPR to uh, FIA GT to Blancpain GT, but it's been a, a long story. And uh, beside that, we created other categories, GT3, GT4, soon GT2, and that has worked in uh, in many, many uh, categories and championships. Absolutely. More manufacturers than any other series as well. I, I rather get the feeling we might be stood here in 25 years' time celebrating uh, another magnificent uh, period in the history of GT racing in yourself. We will definitely, and we still have a lot of projects, and I think this Nation Cup, what we had in Bahrain, thanks uh, to President Todd to have believed in the concept. Uh, to see, I know it has been tried with A1GP, but G1GP was only one driver on a single-seater where you don't really see the flag. What we've seen last night were cars where, you know, GT cars are large. You can see full flags, uh, many nations represented, and when you have two drivers behind the wheel, you don't really look at the driver, you look at the nation. And we came back to the old idea of the Olympics. You don't have pros. You have what we call bronze and silver, young drivers and amateurs. And when you look at young drivers and amateurs, then you have many, many different nationalities. And that was great. Turkey won. But beside Turkey, at some point, I think in the main six, eight uh, cars, leading cars, you had China, you had um, uh, Russia, you had uh, Thailand, you had many uh, nations you wouldn't think have a chance to win a, such a trophy. But with our concept, it worked. And I'm sure this concept to be developed will be something big for motorsport. And finally, the big award of the night is always the McLaren Autosport BRDC Award. The winner gets the chance of a lifetime to test a McLaren Formula One car, as well as the opportunity to join a roll of honour stretching back to 1989 that includes David Coulthard, Dario Franchitti, Jensen Button, Anthony Davidson, Paul DeResta and George Russell, to name but few. The four finalists this year were Max Futrell, Tom Gamble, Jamie Caroline and Kian Jewis. Of course, this is a huge, huge night for all of them. So let's hear how they found out who'd won. So let's just go through the nominees for one last time. So the nominees are Jamie Caroline, Max Futrell, Tom Gamble and Kian Jewis. 
Who then will win this most sought-after accolade and drive the next generation of F1 talent like George Russell and you, Lando Norris? You've been in the room all evening. Uh, you've seen the drivers. You know how nervous they're feeling. Can, can you go back to when you were sat in those chairs? And, or could, could, could you stand the tension at all? Uh, it was very nerve-wracking, um, especially going up against the drivers I was up against. Um, you know, knowing everything I went through, all the, all the cars, it was, it was very tough. So for all of them, I think, you know, whatever they've done, they've done a good job, um, whether it's a winner or a loss, but uh, it's not the end. They can keep going, keep working hard. Um, but if it's a win, you know, it's, it can lead on to great things. Um, and it's helped me get to, to Formula One, my, my goals. So it's, um, it's a huge part of my career, and it's, yeah, got me to my, um, my one aim in life. Oh, it's just ramped up the tension even more, that has. Uh, right. Um, in which case, then, I think enough of us talking yes. up here on the stage. Let's I, find out. I, I actually want to know who's won now, because I don't. <laughs> Me too. And actually, unusually, we don't know who's won. Uh, we will in a sec, but we don't have an envelope. None of us know. Uh, we are literally going to hear... There's, there's always this weird little voice in my head, and I try and block it out. But this time, I am going to listen to it, because the voice is going to tell me who the winner is. So the tension is mounting, and please, the winner is... The winner is Tom Gamble. Uh, I can't believe it. I mean, it's um, it's been a dream ever since I've um, you know been a kid to be you know not even just a nominee, but you know to win it. It's just uh, it's phenomenal. I can't believe it right now. I'm pretty lost for words. But uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was probably two of the best days of my life at Silverstone, um, driving three mega cars, and um, and yeah, the experience that I gained from that. You know, it definitely brought me on as a driver. The skills that I learned. Um, and yeah, I can't thank everyone enough who put the event together, you know, all the judges, everyone who ran the cars did a superb job, so no, it was something I'll never forget, and obviously it's the start of something now. Well, we haven't had time to talk about every single one of the awards, so here's a full rundown of the winners. International Racing Driver of the Year, presented by Pirelli, Lewis Hamilton. British Competition Driver of the Year, Lewis Hamilton. Rookie of the Year, presented by Richard Meal, Charles Leclerc. National Racing Driver of the Year, Dan Tickton. Autosport Williams Engineer of the Future, Owen Heaney. Rally Car of the Year, M Sport Ford Fiesta RS. Rally Driver of the Year, Sebastian Ogier. Rider of the Year, presented by Tatar Communications, Mark Marquez. Racing Car of the Year, presented by Pirelli, Mercedes F1 W09. Gregor Grant Awards went to Jackie X, Stefan Rattel and Mika Hakkinen. John Bolster Award, Toto Wolf. Pioneering and Innovation Award, sponsored by Mahindra Racing, the FIA for the Halo, received by President Jean Todd. The McLaren Autosport BRDC Award, Tom Gamble. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this taste of the Autosport Awards. There's plenty more to readonautosport.com where you can revisit our live blog of the event, and there's also plenty of video footage being released from the evening. Autosport magazine, of course, out on Thursday. We'll have a huge amount of coverage from the Autosport Awards in a bumper issue that also includes our Formula One season review. So please do check out autosport.com. Particularly, have a look at the plus subscriber area where, for a small fee, you can read the world's best motorsport journalists. And, of course, Autosport magazine out every Thursday. Do check out sister titles, motorsport.com, and F1 Racing magazine, out monthly, and Motorsport News. And if you fancy a flutter, download the Pit Stop Betting app. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back soon with another 
Autosport Podcast. Music is 6am by Trilo, written by Marcus Simmons. See soundcloud.com forward slash Trilo Music. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is it. This is the year. Enough dreaming about growing my business online. It's time to get serious about selling in my style, as big as I want to grow, because there's nothing I can't do. It's time to get Shopify and take my business to the next level. Whoa, someone's ready to take on the new year. Oh, oh, I thought I was talking to myself there. But heck yeah, 2023 is my year. That's not your average resolution. That's a revolution. It's It's a a new New year's Year's revolution. Start selling with Shopify to join the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth, Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand. From templates that make site design simple to customizations that let you grow at your pace, this is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. That's shopify.com slash free22. Go to shopify.com to start your New Year's revolution today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.